I can only imagine that it's very hard for a rich kid to get to know who their genuine friends are. You know, because when you have uh, money around you, you can afford good things. You may just attract a lot of people around you, but actually getting to know who really is there, who is there for you because you're you, not because of what you can afford them, can be a tricky, uh, a tricky thing. I can imagine it's the same case for a young man trying to get married that is rich, or even these days a young lady trying to get married that he's rich. How do you know? You know that uh, the people who are attracted to you or are around you or are playing good to you, you know, are really genuine. In, in, uh, in what they're doing. If I was one, I'm not, uh, I was not a rich kid, I'm not a rich kid, I would ask uh, the question, you know, I'd ask my friends a question. Are you my friends because of the things I can afford you or are you my friend because you truly like me as me, as Janet, you know, as Janet? And I think sometimes that is also God's quest, you know, that we worship him, we come to church, we call ourselves believers. Are we his children just because we think and know he owns cattle on a thousand hills and because of that he can afford us some things and therefore whatever we do you know we do hoping that the lord will reward us with a good job with a fat you know bank account and with the cars and with the houses you know is that and i would i would think if i'm god i'm not god again uh that would not please uh please his heart and i would if i was god i would ask people i'd ask janet you know are you my child you know are you loyal to me do you worship me you know uh because of the things you want me to give you the things i have given you the bread i've provided for you or because you just love me as god because you're content uh, with me as god and therefore i believe a response you know that assures god of that is actually an important uh response not necessarily for god because god knows god knows our hearts he will try us for our own sake, but God knows our hearts. And then I'm reminded of this verse in, uh, in Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17, where this prophet says, Though the fig tree does not bud, and there is no crop on the vines, though the olive tree fails, and the fields produce no food, though there is no sheep in the sheep pen, no cattle in the stall, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. Basically, this the, the Israelites were agricultural, agriculturalists uh, by profession. You know, uh, if we call it career. You know, and the and the things they'd grow were grapes and olives and figs, and they would keep some animal sheep and cattle, uh, cattle to be precise. You know, and uh, this prophet is basically saying, if all of those things, you know, don't fail, you know, that that year. I don't get any crop, you know, and basically there is no food, there is no sheep. Maybe something, somebody has come and stole, uh, stolen them or a disease has come and destroyed all of them. When actually I have nothing, you know, I will still rejoice in the Lord of my salvation. We may not really uh, relate to this because most of us are not agriculturalists or neither do we keep olives and grapes right now. But there is something that we do. And maybe in this generation, is it will be like, if there is no cent, no coin in my bank account, can you, like Habakkuk, say, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. Basically saying, ah, you will still be my God. You know, I will still find my joy in you, my peace in you, my strength in you. You will still my, be my God. I will still serve you even when there is no cent in my account. I don't know if I can say that with surety, but it's a prayer I'm starting to make lately that God, I want, so help me, you know, I don't know how sincere it is from my heart, but help me to love you above everything, so that when you don't give me the things I 
think you should give me because I'm serving you? Because sometimes that is the mentality we have. You know, serve the Lord, you know, and he will, you will not, you know, he will open the doors for you. You will get a better job. Go, serve the Lord. Be faithful to God. Be righteous to God. And he will do A, B, C, D. What if God does not do that? Can you like Habakkuk say, when there is no sense in my account, yet I will still rejoice in the God of my salvation. As I say, I don't, I'm not too sure I can say that, you know, from the bottom of my heart. Only God knows. But I think it's a prayer that we should make so that I was seeking the Lord. You know, it's not seeking the Lord for the things he can give us because I feel that is not true worship. I believe that is not pleasing to God. Just like the rich kid, you would want to know, you know, are the people who are around me here for me and not for the things I can give, I can give. So is your relationship with God, all that you do for God, all that you do in pursuit for God because you think he will reward you or even though he does not, even though he does not do anything else, you will still love him, you will still serve him, you will still seek to do his, his commandments, you know, and just rejoice in him and find your joy in him. So that's my challenge to you. When there is no scent in the account, will God still be God? Will you still love him with the self? Same fervency. God bless you.